You're listening to the Yes, I'm Still Sober podcast with John Rabin. Check. Check one. Check two. Hello. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Yes, I'm Still Sober podcast. I'm John Rabin. Welcome back. Unless this is your first time, I realize that I rarely act like somebody just discovered this, which if I've looked at numbers, there's a really good chance there have been people that have come and gone and are listening to me for the very first time. If if so, welcome. Mm. Excuse me as I get a little water. So I need to, I realize that I need, I don't need to do shit. Let's let's be honest. I don't have to do shit, but it would probably be nice if I just didn't assume that everybody is joining me yet again. However, the majority of you, uh, you you're here again. I just, you know, you heard me last week or, you know, you're one of these freaks that binges several episodes of me in a row. Um, and by free, and that is not, uh, an insult by freak. I mean, you know, an amazing person and that I wish w- there was more of you, but regardless of all of that, hello, here we are again. This is episode 148 posting on April 29th, 2021 for the record, your honor. Uh, I just, (laughs) I'm going to just, let me just say it and then we'll, we'll move on. I I won't, I won't stay too long on it. I just, uh, I just saw a news article posted that the CDC said that, uh, guidelines for wearing masks outdoors, they've updated it and like, Hey, you don't have to wear a mask. Uh, when you're out walking, hiking, or running. Yeah. Yeah, I know. A lot of us know. Thanks for officially getting, you know, to that information that we've already figured out because we understand that the um, air circulation outside is pretty good. It's a lot better than inside. We know. Most of us. I know there are some people who are like, I'm, I'm going to wear a mask outside when there's nobody around me as I walk down the street in the sun while it's windy. Still going to wear a mask because I don't want to take any chances. Okay. That's fine. But just realize... Uh, the rest of us are not wearing one because we're being reckless. We just understand how weather works. And we've had over, what, it was like 13, 14 months of experience with this fucking virus. And we figured out what works and doesn't work. And what's kind of, you know, I know there are people who just don't, who don't care anymore. But for those of us who still care, we've figured it out. Yeah, you don't have to wear a mask when you go jogging. 
It's probably not great. Also, the the other thing on the other side of that, MIT released a study that said that uh, you know standing six feet apart inside, like in a in a room, isn't as important as wearing a mask. Like that, like that social distancing indoors isn't effective. Also, I say again, no shit. Because the air circulation in a tight room is poor. Inferior to the outdoors. I don't know. Those are the two things. I just was like, I I read, I saw both of those within 24 hours and both times I'm like, yeah! Is this... uh, This is what happens when you politicize health. Instead of just paying attention to science and different studies and like, okay, and then experience and kind of thinking things out and going, all right, what do do I think? Based on this and this, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, I'm just saying everybody should research and figure it out. Mm, Yeah. Crazy, man. So I just wanted to get that out of the way. All right, all right. So enough of that. But regardless, I hope that you're staying healthy. Hope that you're staying sane and slash or sober. No, and sober. Sober and or sane. There you go. No. You know, if you're you're trying to stay sober, I hope that you're still sober. If you're not a sober person, but you enjoy listening to me ramble and not be able to form a coherent thought, I hope you're staying sane. I, regardless of how I sound, I'm great. I mean, I say I'm great, but I'm kind of tired. I'm recording this at night, and I, I did work all day in a warehouse. Um, and uh, then I had dinner, and now I'm recording this. And uh, uh, the problem with recording at night versus like early afternoon on a day off. I think you can tell in my voice. My voice sounds more kind of worn uh, because I've been busy and working all day. <clears throat> and I've uh, probably been vaping all day. Uh, just on and off. So I think uh, I think that affects how I sound. So regardless of how I sound, I'm fine. And I want to do... Uh, I may have shared this on a previous episode. I don't remember. If you remember me bringing this up before and you want to comic book guy me but like uh, you you told the story in episode uh, 73 um still sober pod at gmail.com you can email me if you if you remember the episode that i brought this up if not don't worry about it yeah yeah spend your day go look for it go listen to me i, w- I wouldn't wish that on anybody anyway I wanted to to bring this up because it kind of ties in what I've been thinking about. And this all has to do with, with some videos that were playing on YouTube that my wife, my wife was watching about uh, just some, some real sociopaths and I'll get back to them. But in 2003, a guy named Chris Moneymaker, it's <laughs> real name, paid eighty-six dollars for a satellite tournament, and won. The, 
and got an entry into uh, the World Series of Poker. I think he maybe had to do a couple of different entries. Anyway, he won an online poker tournament, which was fairly new at the time. And he, that the winning the winner got the entry into a, the World Series of Poker. And then he ended up winning the World Series of Poker. So I don't remember how many millions it was. I could probably look it up, but uh, so could you. That's what Wikipedia is for. But, but he basically turned $86 into millions. And because of it, they call it the moneymaker effect. Because of that, uh, online poker became very popular. And then just poker became very popular. Just kind of exploded there in the aughts. And every guy... And some women, but every guy thought he was really good at poker. And I've heard this before about how men, like all men, think that they can um, they can drive really well, they're really good in bed, and they can fight really well. And I mean, I you know I know I I, I know I think that I can drive very safe that i'm a very safe driver and you can look at my record and go really i thought you've totaled two cars and you've got three duis and i'm like look if i'm sober i drive very safely but there was just about a uh, a little over a decade there that i was either on drugs or drinking while also attempting to drive so if you cut out those 10 to 12 years there's a lot of asterisks I'm a very safe driver. Sober. Now, okay. Before and now, I'm a very safe driver. Anyway, so men think that they can drive really well. They think they're great in bed. And they think they can fight. I can't fight. Um, but I would add, because so I've, I've always heard that about those three. But I would add poker, especially in the aughts. And the thing is, is that, and, and, and it's still been going. People still play poker. You know, they may, online poker is, of course, illegal now, uh, except for like three states. But there are still poker games and people play Texas Hold'em. You know, and then and game, like, you know, people's games, gamers, or they have poker night and they do different, you know, people and people think that they're really great at poker. And and I just wanted to tell everybody who's listening to this, you are not good at poker. You're not. You know how I know? Because none of you are in Vegas doing it for a living. You did not make money. You did not make your money playing poker. Oh, I could. No, you couldn't. And I'm saying you because it's fun. I'm saying it's fun to actually tell everyone, hey, guess what? You're not great at poker. You're not. Should I include myself? Absolutely. I'm not great at poker. I think I am, but I, you know, but deep down inside, I know I'm not. You know you're not. Deep down inside, 
You know. Come on. You know. I thought I was really great back, you know, in the aughts. Yeah, 03, 04. Yeah. You could see, it was, it's crazy, because there were, like, bars would have these free rolls where, like, the, you know, they couldn't give out money. Or you couldn't, they couldn't, like, you couldn't charge money and then gamble. So what it would be is, like, it would cost nothing to play, and then the top three or four people would get prizes. So they'd do tournaments. And it was really funny to watch people play the part because there would be so so you'd have guys wearing sunglasses you know to hide tells indoors in a bar playing for free and it's just ridiculous also the implication it implies that you're so shitty at poker that you could give away how good or bad your hand is with your eyes to other amateurs in a smoky, you know, in a dimly lit bar that nobody paid money to play. That's dumb. It's really, really stupid. It's all, it's all a show. It's like, hey, look at me. I'm a poker player. I've got the hat. I got the glasses. Hey, my hat says poker stars on it. <laughs> Great. I also could buy that on Amazon. So I bring that up because, yeah, it's people, they just pretended it was all, they acted like they were better at it than they were. And we all did this. And the thing is, is that that's what that's what's going on in the internet today. Is ever that's everybody. It's everybody's treating everything like poker, like we did with poker in the aughts. Like everybody pretending that they're good about good at something or they know something. Like I'm really, you know, I know how how this works. But I mean, that's it. They. It's either they they want to look like they know how to do something, you know, or they're pretending. You know, it's a it's a show and tell kind of scenario, and it's just like it's just kind of bu- it's it's if you think about it too much, it kind of bugs you. When you kind of when you look at everybody living in Instagram, like everybody's Instagram rich, you know, they're all pretending that they're successful at something, whether it be, you know, in my, in my little industry, you know, this is how good I am at comedy. Look how successful I am. You know, I'm an actual comedian. Look at this. Look, I got this gig, you know, even though it's, it's nothing like there there's all these but it's not just that it's everything it's a look how successful i am i love the fact that all the uh the big uh how to make money you know how to be successful at business like the books are all written by people who made money by writing books about how to make money 
you know, or they already had money. And it's like, hey, I'm a self-made man, but they're really not self-made. Not that that matters, but, you know, they want to give the impression of self-made because that makes people respect them and trust them more somehow so that they can continue to hustle. And I know that I'm supposed to respect the hustle, but I don't think, but no, I respect hustling. Like somebody who's working hard, not hustling. You know, not con man kind of shit. And it's just, that's the thing is that we're, the society now, everybody is so self-involved and trying to brand themselves and do something that it's just the the way everything works now, it's just conducive for sociopaths to thrive. That's what I was getting. I was <clears throat> getting back to the uh, sociopaths thing because because uh, I watched a you know I was watching videos on on all these different guys that it turns out you know oh my god they were liars oh they were scamming people yeah. Yeah, everybody trying to get ahead, trying to shortcut and get ahead. So you look at who appears to be the most successful and who appears to be doing well. And nobody looks better, looks like they're doing well more than a person who has no moral compass and will do whatever i.e. sociopaths and they're doing really well because they can just uh, you know because they've got no conscience to go hey maybe don't steal from um, war orphans or whatever so this is actually still tied to what I was talking about last week about what did we learn and I learned, for me at least, that I can still do things and work towards something while also being authentic. Like you can hustle and you can work at something and be successful at something and make something, create something from nothing, whether it be a business or, you know, your brand, whatever. But you can do it and still be authentic. And it just seems like that would be more rewarding. And that's that's what I, I know that I personally am trying to do that. You know, we're, we're getting close to uh, just a couple of days away from May. And starting May 1st, that'll be, you know, starting this Saturday, that'll be two weeks from me getting my second a vaccine, and I said that after that, that I would actually go out and start doing open mics again, start building up my act, and uh, start doing stuff towards doing comedy as well as you know the other things that I'm doing. Um, but being creative again, and I don't know, it's just uh, I I know that. I wasn't doing a whole lot of it before. 
but I'm really conscious. Like I can really see through stuff now. It's like, oh my god, and that's fine. And people can do can you know pretend to be something that they're not. Pretend to be have more money than they do. Pretend to be have more experience than they do. Pretend to have more knowledge than they actually have. It's like, you know, I'm an expert and I'm 22. <laughs> okay. Uh, but it's, I'm more aware because of going through this past year of introspection and about what's important to me. And I think being authentic is, is very important. I think being, you know, talking about a moral code and having ethics and just being real there's something it's just being genuine just seems to be it doesn't it doesn't seem like people care which is why i think sociopaths thrive is just people you know people just want to get ahead and they want to what can you do for me and and i think it's just it's something that uh that that should be desired is to is to be genuine and authentic um and so that's and that's where and i don't know why it always goes back to for me it goes back to i always think about how much we all thought we were good at poker because that's like the big thing i still remember it it's because because i was as guilty as everybody else in it about like ah you can watch out for me i know one guy one guy that that uh, used to play and write for you know poker sites and like you know was a journalist and but he also played professionally for a little bit and he he's pretty good so I know one guy that's pretty good and he he doesn't even do it anymore so I can safely say as a starting point to looking for authenticity, to looking for, for being genuine and real. I think the starting point for that should be, especially the dudes. I don't know why it is, what it is with us. It's our egos and whatever else. Alpha male bullshit. I don't know, it's evolution, whatever. It's in our, it's in our DNA. But I think a great starting point is for you to go to the mirror and look in the mirror and, 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 and really believe and convince yourself, hey, I'm not great at poker. I can admit that. I'm not good at this. And that's just a great way to start it off. I don't know. Think about it, all right? That's what I had this week. Tell a, tell a friend, hey, you're not really great at poker. No, oh, is that Texas? You're not. You are not. Stop lying to yourself. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for uh, thanks for joining me uh, this week. We'll see you next week. Uh, hang in there. Watch out for yourselves. Watch out for your friends. Watch out for your family. Um, I hope you. Go outside. I hope you see people that you haven't seen in a while. I hope uh, you get vaccinated if uh, you haven't already. And please, one day at a time if you're trying to stay sober. We'll see you next week. This has been the Yes, I'm Still Sober podcast. I'm John Raven. 
Later. Disconnect the telephone line